What's up, my podcast listeners? It's your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and I'm excited today because I had a question over Instagram of what certifications and what you know degrees I have and just you know generally what I'm certified to do. So I thought it would be a great uh, time and episode to actually go over um, what the fuck I do, you know? Um, and funny enough, I'm literally recording this um, right after finishing a course. And I've been sitting in this chair for six and a half hours straight, um, other than like a 20 minute break halfway through to eat. Um, but um, I think this episode is going to be quite helpful. So then you guys have an idea of, you know, what I do, what I'm allowed to do, and things like that. Uh, but before we get started, I want to do some shout outs because we got some cool countries. So, my new number one country, all the way in Austria, a city named Pottendorf. Pottendorf. Shout out to everyone in Austria listening to my show. Number two, all the way in Switzerland, a city named Morges, Morgs, Morgs. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Someone from Switzerland, please reach out and let me know how to pronounce that correctly. And number three, all the way in Spain, shout out to everyone in Barcelona um, listening to my show. That is super cool. Um, Okay. To get this started, number one, I am not a physiotherapist, I am not a chiropractor, I'm not an osteopathic practitioner, I am in no shape or form any kind of therapist. I do understand anatomy, I do understand how it affects movement, and that's why a lot of my content seems to be more on the rehab side. So really, I'm just a trainer that has a lot of rehab experience, and I'm going to dive into that a little bit more. Um, number two, I'm not a kinesiologist. I do not have a degree in kinesiology, human connects, or anything. Um, literally finished high school, and a couple of years ago, I started taking some college courses on anatomy and had a, you know, desire at one point to go into physio school but um it wasn't for me but who knows maybe i'll change my mind one of these days but um right now i just have a big goal um towards my business and that requires a lot of time and a lot of dedication so school right now is out of the question but i constantly learn which is an example of today taking an online course. Um, that being said, I started in the industry as just a certified personal trainer. So here in um, you know British Columbia, Canada, um, we have something called the BCRPA, which I am certified in to legally train people and tell them to squat up and squat down and burn calories and all that shit. Um, but that really doesn't mean anything because... Anyone can get that certification. Anyone can go to CanFit Pro. Anyone can do their ISSA. Anyone can do their NSCA, CPT. Um, what else is there? I feel like I'm forgetting something. Anyway, there's so many different personal training um, 
certifications out there that allow you to legally train people. Heck, you can even go to a CrossFit gym and do a weekend course to legally certify you to start teaching Olympic lifts. But, you know, that's cool if that's something you want to get into. But anyway, um, that is very baseline. Um, and my question I get a lot, too, from even clients is that, you know, why didn't you go down, you know, the kinesiology route? And honestly... I would be literally doing the same thing, and other than not working with ICBC and WorkSafe people, that's the only thing I can't do, and there's a workaround of, of that. Um, so to kind of get started here, right now at this moment, um, I'm the clinic manager of some company called Restore Rehab and Wellness here in Surrey, British Columbia. Um, and I'm also the, quote, rehab and mobility specialist, which is basically just a made-up term for me showing patients how to do rehab-like exercises. Um, but that goes into a whole discussion of uh, rehab is training, training is rehab, which I stole from Dr. Uh, Charlie Weingroff. Um, so that being said, I actually work under the license of the chiropractor that owns the clinic, which allows me to place my hands on patients. And you can hear my hand slap my knee when I do that. Um, so I'm kind of in a very unique position. Not a lot of trainers have this opportunity. And honestly, I spent like eight months with um, this chiropractor um, learning from her creating a system and when we started this clinic um we saw a huge success where you know if a patient came in i would work with every single patient that would come in and it could be anyone from you know your typical standard low back pain patient and you're teaching them how to diaphragmically breathe and put them in an extension pattern and then teach them how to hinge with their hips and then eventually get them loaded into a deadlift position which I also kind of talk about in my book that's hopefully coming out soon. And the other big thing is, um, you know, we'll also have patients that are um, crossfitters. They have knee pain when they squat, and I'll take them out to the gym and be like, okay, show me your back squat. Let's see what we're working with. So it's been a unique experience. I've learned a lot working in this clinic setting for the last now four years. I've seen a lot of different injuries. So now you kind of have some context of you know all my posts that I put on um, my Instagram, Facebook, whatever, all my social posts um, on any kind of you know injury, rehab-based thing, movement-based thing, flexibility thing. Now you have some context. Now let's kind of you know reverse engineer how I got to that point because that is super important. You know. Not every trainer that gets certified gets to now start working in a clinic and doing rehab. And like, what the hell is rehab? So in my own kind of definition, rehab is training that not only helps prevent injury, but rehab training is in a sense like providing your body with more active control and more work capacity and more global movement, if that makes sense. Because when we don't have a joint that moves the way that joint is designed, you have now minimal capacity 
to take on, say, a overhead press in the gym. And say that you end up doing that overhead press without knowing that this shoulder doesn't move the way it should. Over time, wear and tear, you're like, okay, now the anterior part of my shoulder hurts. And that's where I come in. I understand that background, how to make a joint move better so then you can continue going to the gym. And then this goes full circle to like my whole weight loss, um, my whole weight loss you know, theme of my podcast because we all know that more days in the gym equal more calories burned equals over a year span you know, weight loss. But if you're constantly dealing with that shoulder causing you grief and pain or whatever it is, then you're losing out on opportunity to lose weight. So why not focus on a good foundation, aka your joint, so then the rest of your body can do what it has to do in order to lose weight. So I have really specific people that come to me where they're like, my back's been hurting on and off for the last fucking four years. All I want to do is lose weight and go to the gym consistently. And I'm like, perfect, you've come to the right person. So how did I get there? Number one, a lot of fucking mentorship. I was very, very lucky to um, intern um, with um, a local professional football team with their strength coach and learn a lot of the rehab side because a lot of players would come from surgery and strength and conditioning coach was responsible for helping the rehab process. So it was kind of cool to see that. Number two, I've been always fascinated with proper movement and, um, you know, just moving better. And that's where I got introduced into the functional movement screen. So the FMS for short, I'm certified in their level one and level two. And level one is the assessment, level two is the corrective strategies, how to implement into programming. And when I was introduced to um, the FMS, I was kind of you know blown away that, okay, fuck, now I have a blueprint of an individual standing in front of me that doesn't move well, and now I know where to go. And I think that's the number one thing is like, you need to have a solid assessment tool to understand what to work on. Whereas a lot of people, even maybe you watching or listening, just go to the gym and just do whatever the person beside you does or your friend does or the program you found on YouTube because the woman teaching you how to do the exercise looks fit and you believe that if you do this program, you're going to look like her. But we both know that's not the case. So without an assessment, a thorough assessment of what your body's capable of will determine what exercises you should be doing and not be doing. And I think that is literally the first barrier that so many people um, hit and can't kind of get over. And that's where we need um, to kind of start with. So the FMS is kind of the backbone of, you know, how I kind of got into that rehab and movement kind of specialty. Um, from there, I got something called the TPI, the Titleist Performance Institute, which is an assessment uh, screen, for, particularly for golfers. And I thought this was really, really cool because it was a pass or fail type of an assessment. And it would literally give a correlating, like, correlating swing fault to the golfer before I even saw their swing. So it made me look like a god when I was like, oh, you early extend and slice to your left. And they're like, whoa, how did you know that? And it's like, because I'm freaking amazing. But no. Um, 
I'm always been fascinated fascinated by movement, so I've been constantly taking courses like the TPI, the FMS, to better understand human movement and what is needed as a baseline to do certain movements. And when it comes to rotational athletes in general or the rotational sports, like, fuck, the TPI is where it's at. Um, and I'll pull certain um, things from there to create a more specific uh, assessment protocol for the people that see me. Um, from there, um, reading a lot of literature on, um, you know, movement and um, assessments played a huge role as well. Um, you know, I'm also a RKC and HKC uh, kettlebell instructor through Dragon Door. Um, they they switched it a little bit before, but they usually the Turkish get up as part of their assessment protocol, and I I thought that was brilliant, like a full body movement that goes basically through the developmental sequence as a baby to a toddler. Use that as a baseline for movement, and as we age, we kind of lose those abilities to basically like lay down on our back and then roll over. Like that's literally one of the first things as babies do to create rotary stability. And I'll get an adult, a full grown adult to lay down on their back without any way to teach them the first phase of the Turkish getup and they can barely roll over. Like Damn, we have some serious shit to get get through, right? Um, from there, oh, what else do I have? I literally have like a list right here on my laptop. Um, where was I going with this? Um, I'm also a precision nutrition coach. That's another thing too. Again, working with a lot of general population people, I needed some sort of um, you know baseline on coaching nutrition and precision nutrition is probably the best company out there when it comes to making it really simple when it comes to really complicated you know stuff that's out on the internet because even to this day like you know 10 years ago when i started in the industry people were as confused on nutrition as they are today so within that 10 year span of like more knowledge more research People are still like, so what am I supposed to eat? Is it keto? Is it intermittent fasting? Is it being a vegan? Like, should I cut out fucking fruit because that's causing my obesity? Like, people still don't know. Like, it's crazy, right? And you would think that after 10 years, those same people that, like, might have seen what I was doing online or worked with me would now have better knowledge, but now they actually probably know less or are more confused. So Precision Nutrition is a great resource for any coach listening that doesn't have any kind of nutrition um, certification yet. Um, do I provide nutrition coaching? Yes and no. Um, I usually refer out if someone's really specific, but if someone just needs some like, you know, accountability, because that's what nutrition coaching really is. Like I can give you all the answers, but at the end of the day, if you don't take those answers and put them to use, you're not going anywhere. So that's where the accountability is. Me fucking nagging you every single day to be like, did you eat breakfast? Did you drink water today? How much protein did you eat? Did you eat your vegetables today? Like that's what 
fucking people need. They don't need like, here's a meal plan and blah. Like they need that accountability, right? Um, what else? I'm also a USAW level one Olympic weightlifting coach. So again, I am quite the movement person, rehab person, but I also know how to fucking move a barbell off the ground to an overhead position. So I went through a whole phase of um, not only powerlifting, but also Olympic weightlifting, particularly like the hang clean is what I use a lot. Um, right now, not so much begin because I come, I'm, I go through phases of training right now. It's all about movement and um, kettlebell training. But there was a time in my career where I was doing a lot of weight, um, Olympic weightlifting. And it's something that people want to learn. But again, I don't use it a lot with general population because they just can't fucking do it. I have a very small percentage of uh, clients that have decent joints and they want to at least learn how to hang clean no front squat back squat maybe push press those types of things i will teach but overall like general population should not be doing olympic weightlifting and this is probably a jab at crossfit but like in the clinic i've seen so many like accountants realtors people who fucking sit all day and the front of their shoulders are just destroyed and they're like yeah every time i snatch with the barbell like it just hurts i'm like yeah no shit like your shoulder doesn't it doesn't act like a shoulder but that's a whole nother story uh what else do i got on here um frc functional range conditioning through the frs uh company that was a huge one that opened my eyes quite a bit when it came to joint integrity. I took that back in 2018 and never looked back and made that as my baseline, my golden like standard when it comes to um, continuing education. Um, from there, I took my kin stretch the year right after. I still teach kin stretch today, um, both online, in person, one on one, group, whatever it is. Um, huge and then actually today just got my functional range assessment i just had to take an exam so i'll probably do that after this um but now within that frs system um they have um what do you call their own assessment model uh where they look at a linear progression as well as rotational progression to each joint and how to you know take that um, information of what you see in the screen with um, a person in front of you and then how to make them a monster in the gym because that's what we want to do ultimately is build a foundational pattern in our joints and then challenge that when we go to the gym to see success so super excited to get my FRA um, I also have my functional range release upper extremity course so last march right before the pandemic i uh, actually flew into san fran and did a manual therapy course the only reason why i was able to get this is because i work under the license of a chiropractor so i am allowed to physically put my thumb into your subscapularis and do treatment which is super super cool that course was a eye-opener because again, my love for anatomy and then learning how to palpate and then putting inputs and then placing the like FRC principles into treatment, like holy shit, that was an amazing course over three days. Um, I definitely wanna take my spine and lower extremity course, but I'm not gonna do it online. I wanna do it in person because they're like, I wanna practice on people. Um, 
so that's super cool. Um, also, this past year, um, I took my uh, Dr. John Russin's um, pain-free performance um, specialist course. Um, again, it's a course to you know figure out how to train around pain, um, how to assess an individual, and how to program around that. Um, super, super helpful when it comes to the people I deal with. Um, more on the clinical side, I'm also certified in rock tape or kinesiology taping. So again, I get to work with patients where I get to place tape on their boo-boos and help them move and feel better. Um, I'm also certified through um, rock tapes, um, you know, instrument assisted course. So taking a metal instrument, and again, there's so many companies that make these um, where I literally will dig into your owie spot on, on a soft tissue level and promote some growth and healing. And I'm also certified in cupping. So again, in the clinic setting, I use cupping quite a bit um, with our patients. And I will also throw in um, a lot of the principles from FRC, Kin Stretch, and FR um, along the lines with um, cupping therapy, which is super, super cool. Um, trying to think what else that I have on my list here that might be um, relevant. But um, the most recent one is like now I can do shockwave therapy on patients. Um, super, super cool now that, you know, we got a shockwave machine, which is super fucking expensive. But for anyone who has plantar fasciitis, um, tennis elbow, golfer's elbow, um, calcification in a joint, frozen shoulder, anything like that, like shockwave is a huge, huge resource for us in the clinic. And, you know, putting that all together gives me a lot of tools in my, like, toolkit when it comes to helping an individual move and feel better. Um, I think at the end of the day, right now, people are getting their aches and pains a lot faster than they were 10 years ago. Um, why? Probably more inactive and we're fucking sitting way too much. So people have a lot of stuff that they need to work on. And I think as an industry in a whole, trainers need to start not blurring the lines, but crossing over into that rehab realm to learn more how to implement a better strategy when it comes to exercise. Because what I've noticed over the years is people are like, oh, the squat really hurts my knee. What should I do instead? And if you just stand there like, um, yeah, so let's not do that. And then they move on. Like you need to be able to figure out why that's hurting. You need to be able to, um, create um a referral network with other practitioners learn from them like the amount of times that i've meant like not mentored but shadowed physiotherapists and chiropractors over my um career has been a lot um that was another thing i, I didn't even mention i've worked with uh, pelvic floor physios um out in diane lean associates for the last probably eight years and learned a lot about pelvic floor health and as a trainer, 99% of my clients are moms. Pretty important to know at least something about the pelvic floor or at least being confident enough to actually like bring it up 
with your um, clients and patients and educating them why it's important to have a strong pelvic floor. Um, I've taken a lot of breathing courses, again, more from the rehab side, and also that translates to the performance side. But, you know, like having all this knowledge, when I have a person in front of me and they're like, my shoulder hurts, my knee hurts when I squat, my low back flares up sometimes when I do this thing, and now I have all these tools to be like, okay, let's put you through an assessment. Here are the three things I found that we need to work on. Let's create a program. Let's get you consistently coming in to see me at least once a week. Here's some homework, and now let's be really consistent with all this, and let's have some patience for at least a year, and then all that together, success. And that's another thing too, is like when I work with somebody, I'm like, you need to give me at least six months to a year. Like I don't take anyone unless it's six months or more. Those people that are like, I just wanna lose weight, you know, in fucking 12 weeks, great, but not for me. That first month, there's gonna be a lot of bumps in a road, for sure. And to be honest, for the average person, the first three months, a lot of bumps in a road. We're trying to take you from being inactive probably for the last 15 years to I'm going to give you a new habit of exercise and rehab once a week and making that like your new normal is going to take some time, right? But those are the steps to kind of get ahead. I did not think I'm going to talk this long about my certifications, but that kind of gives you an idea that what I do, what I'm capable of, um, again, when I get people asking me really specific questions, like I literally had someone the other day reach out talking about um, the vacuum phenomenon in their shoulder, and I was like, holy fuck. Because um, I've only heard about it when it comes to your spine. I've never heard that it was in shoulder. And I'm the first to admit, I'm like, fuck, I have no clue, but I'm going to try to find someone who knows what they're doing. Um, but I really appreciate that people reach out to me with like really specific like structural joint pain, low back pain questions because most of the time it's really easy fixes, like really easy fixes. It just takes some time and adjustments in your training and you'll see it. Um, and again, I have a lot of experience with surgical side, working with people with like hip replacements, knee replacements, um, the most recent one, maybe a couple of years ago that I worked with was super interesting, was a reverse complete shoulder um, replacement. And I was like, fuck, okay, cool. Um, but again, like I have a lot of experience with the rehab side, especially for uh, like the population where they're really active and then something happened and they need to get back to their normal, like that is my sweet spot. Or that person that just wants to get back into the gym and make themselves feel better, but they've always had this weird knee thing and they don't know what to do, like that is my bread and butter. Um, if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out. I'm super happy to share my knowledge. I'm really, I was really excited to talk about, you know, what I'm certified in. I probably missed a fucking so many because I have a lot of certifications that, you know, I forget that I have, uh, but those are just the main ones that I use, um, the curriculum and the principles right off the bat. But that's it for me, you guys. Until next time.